I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the new moon in Cancer, and we're also in a wild-ass time. (laughs) We're in a really wild time, which I'm sure that you know. Uh, How could you not? Uh, There's a lot to talk about. Uh, in the chart for this moon. So let's just head into it. First thing I want to point out is that uh, there's a lot of sevens going on. Seven is uh, the Neptune degree. Neptune, the ruler of Pisces. Okay, so the new moon is at seven in Cancer, conjuncting Black Moon Lilith. We'll get back to back to Black Moon Lilith. Let's put a pin in that for now. Okay. The new moon at seven is semi-sextile, so that means it's 30 degrees apart, one sign apart at Venus, to Venus at seven in Gemini, and then square uh, Jupiter at seven degrees, Aries. So semi-sextile is like, uh, it's in the, in the sky, it's like the two, the, the placements are so close together by degree that they can't, they can't really see each other, but <clears throat> they're kind of looking in the same direction. The way that I describe it is that if you were standing in a room and let, let's say you're standing in a room at a party, right? If I come up behind you and stand right up behind you, you wouldn't be able to see me, but we'd both be at the same party looking in the same direction. See what I mean? It's not the same energy because we're different people, but we're both still there. So that's that's what a semi-sextile is. is they're they're kind of talking about the same thing, but they're, but they're not the same. They're in different signs and they're different planets. A square is tension. I'm going to come back to those. Let me just finish naming the seven, then we'll come back. Um, then Mars is at 25 Aries that nets, that nets to a seven. That's semi-sextile. So again, 30 degrees apart um, from Neptune retrograde at 25 in Pisces. That Mars at 25 is also square to Pluto retrograde 27 in Capricorn, which, you know, if you've been listening into me talk, but also probably every other astrologer um, knows this too, or has been talking about it, uh, we are now in the U.S.'s uh, Pluto return. So last time Pluto retrograde was at 27 degrees Capricorn was the U.S.'s Declaration of Independence. Um, that Pluto at 27, it started... Uh, between June 21st and the 22nd, it holds for all of July, and then it goes to retrogrades to 26 on August 4th, so all of July, and we're going to talk more about that in a second, too. Um, we'll start with the new moon. New moon conjunct Black Moon Lilith. Let's have a talk about Black Moon Lilith. Um, Lilith, we won't go into it here because I talk about this all the time. Um, both on my in my social media and whenever you have a reading with me we always cover your black moon lilith and talk about it a lot in um with the members at for be the evidence.live so i won't go into the, the whole story about lilith um but basically she is fierce and she is not willing to submit she owns her own self-agency and her own dominance about what how she uses her energy So wherever Black Moon Lilith is, some people say that that's where either it's some people say that that she can be scary or mean or be afraid of her. 
To which I say, what the fuck? No. Mm -mm. Lilith is part of you. Black moon Lilith is a part of you. In Lilith, we have, um, in Lilith, (laughs) in astrology, we have three Liliths. Um, Asteroid Lilith is the Lilith that, um, from the original story, got got kicked out, got kicked out of Eden. Um, Dark moon Lilith is a cluster in the sky. That's the one that, in the story, she's in the underworld, uh, pissed off and brooding. Black moon Lilith, uh, it has to do with the moon's apogee. It's a point in the sky. It's it's the Lilith that we're folding back into our oneness because no part of us should be kicked out and shamed. So black moon Lilith in particular, in particular, black moon Lilith, the one about the moon's apogee, is the one that is that is that is integrated into who we are and how we operate in our lives. Transiting black moon Lilith at the new moon, she is hot. I mean, she is hot and reactionary about anything that is suppressing, looting from, pressing down on, coming at the feminine or vulnerability. She's mad. And she should be. Okay? She's there to go, oh, God, no way, no how, I ain't having it. She's mad, real mad. And you can feel that. Well, I don't know if everybody can, but. I'm hearing a lot of people can feel that <laughs> within themselves right now. Uh, and she's, she's angry for good reason. The semi-sextile to Venus in Gemini is saying there's a way to work with this. Because the new moon and black moon Lilith are in the first deacon, and so is Venus in Gemini, and so is Jupiter in Aries. Because they're in the first deacon, this is very personal. In a second, we'll talk about how it's in... Um, the environment of what's happening in the collective, but the new moon in particular is personal. <clears throat> Semi-sextile to Venus and Gemini is trying to open up to a way of understanding this. And the square to Jupiter is another um, energy that says the, the feminine vulnerability, anything that's exposed with care and kindness and, um, and a way in that could be taken advantage of, okay? Exposed vulnerability. It has to be defended. Vulnerability, by definition, does not defend itself. If you're exposed and vulnerable, you use your inner masculine to protect yourself. So like if your feelings get hurt, right? If you get like really angry or defensive, that's your own inner masculine coming out in front to protect your exposed vulnerability. Vulnerability is exposed. It takes ferocity, um, defensiveness, strength. Uh, It takes... uh, standing in the name of what's important to protect vulnerability, to keep it safe. This new moon is trying to get us to understand that as we go forward into the coming days, weeks, and months, okay, as we go forward, there is going to be a lot of conflict. And what I've been calling the very convincing shadow, there's a very convincing shadow afoot, and it is growing. It will continue to grow. It is not done. And, you know, that's nothing to be afraid of. It's just awareness is everything. If you can hang tight and be like, mm, this sucker ain't done yet. Let it, it's, it's going to, well, you don't have to let it. It's going to do it anyway. It's going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to grow like through the end of the year. Okay. It's not going to be over like next week, but July is going to be, uh, there's going to be a, a July, July is chaotic. Okay. July is chaotic confrontational and it goes into it goes into august so 
the instruction of the new moon is you need to learn how to um, protect your own um, your own sense of care and vulnerability, no matter what environment you're in. Um, I posted about this on on uh, my Facebook page, and I'll, I'll I'll give you the quick and dirty here for people who've already read it. I'm sorry to to be repetitive, but in, in case you didn't read it, I just want to share briefly. Not to make this about me, but I just want to illustrate something. Um, when this thing about um, Roe came out, I I went on and I, I did a long post about the astrology of where we are to try and give people handlebars on how do we navigate this, at least understand the environment. And then in a subsequent post, I made a post that came from my own emotion, my own fear. And oh shit. <laughs> oh man, I got, they came at me. The, I mean, the trolls came at me. And I, I house so much water that whenever when when people come up when people come after me about feelings right about my water oh my god i take it really personally and i don't wish that away i i i'm grateful for the water that i have it affords me a level of compassion that i would not have otherwise and it makes me feel very close to people it makes me feel very close to myself how i feel about life um i love my water i don't like it whenever it gets smashed I also house within myself um, other aspects uh, that allow me to be able to have a healthy amount of non-attachment, to be able to see the broader view of what's happening. And that's where like, that's where, uh, that's where like my, my understanding of the times comes from. So like in the work that I do, I, I pair them. It's, I have a deep sense of empathy and compassion and intuition but I also have like a broad a broad view of cycles about trends about things that are likely coming ma matched with how I feel they're probably going to come in I match the two and anyway in the middle of all of the the last week I decided I'm going to pull back my water and stick with uh my understanding of the astrology because it doesn't work for me to have my water taken out. I, it, like it, it literally makes it so I can't function. And I'll probably get stronger with that over time. Um, and I, and I want to get stronger with that over time. Um, as um, one of, uh, a client of mine who's also a, a fellow practitioner and colleague and friend, she commented about me saying, I do not want to expose my water. She mentioned, um, that it's, it's really not fair that people would take away my right to show my humanity. And I've really been thinking a lot about that and, I, and, and I'm gonna think more about it and I'm gonna grow into it. I wanna grow into it because I don't wanna hide, right? But for right now, for right now, I need to protect my water. Um, if I, not if, because I want to um, not hide and stay right here in the middle of what everybody is going through what we're all going through together, I have to understand that I am my own protector and I, I need to know my limits. I say all that to illustrate my, the point about this new moon. You cannot <clears throat> show up in full capacity. You cannot think clearly about the intent of the direction 
that you want to go in or that you feel like people around you should be going in or collectively how we evolve into a better way of being. You can't show up fully and um, operationally and thinking clearly if you are uh, beaten down or coming from an empty cup. So going into um, a, a lot of wild, chaotic, likely strongly confrontational energy, the instruction we have right from the beginning is you must inject self-care. You have to. You have to take really good care of yourself and understand you are your own protector and that your wellness matters and your boundaries matter and, um, and your care for yourself matter because that orients you in how, <laughs> there's my alarm, it orients you, <laughs> well, it orients you <laughs> into how you go out into the world, right? So it's, yes, we have, uh, we have, we have, we have problems to solve and we have very uh, choppy waters that we're navigating. But you can't abandon yourself. <clears throat> Black Moon Lilith uh, is demanding it. And uh, your, your own inner masculine is saying, is gonna, it's, it's trying to say, because uh, Jupiter at seven in Aries is again, personal. Your own, if you're feeling like defensive and angry about your own vulnerability right now, that's your masculine needing somewhere to go. It's, try, it's trying to stand up and protect you. So you might have, you might feel exposed and you might have hurt feelings and you might feel sensitive, you might feel vulnerable. And the reactivity and anger that's stepping out in front of you is trying to be a bodyguard. See what I'm saying? Like it's all coming up at once on purpose. And so the new moon is trying to get you to learn how to work with that. Work, work, work with that uh, to your benefit. The environment that we're in, so third deacon, Mars at 25, semi-sextile Neptune and square Pluto retrograde at 27 and Capricorn. That is the broader view of Mars and Aries square Pluto is we cannot take down control systems lying down. We cannot get... Uh, freedoms to stay intact because someone's going to give them to us. Freedoms aren't given to us by, what is the quote? Freedoms aren't given, given to us by anyone. We have to cultivate them. I think I had that quote, right? Um, that it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take standing in the name of something. And the semi-sextile to Neptune, ret now retrograde in Pisces, is something, something greater than us is present. And we can trust that we're being guided and that we are supported. We can trust that. It's just that when Neptune is retrograde, every time Neptune is retrograde, it can feel like something bigger than you that is uh, normally an energy that you rely on to be guided or supported or held. It can feel like it has left and it has forgotten you and dropped you, which is not the case. That's just a feeling. It's just a feeling. When Neptune is retrograde, that means you're still guided and supported and held, but you're going to have to get quiet to hear it. And so I, I think that those third deacon placements of sevens, I think what it's saying is get quiet first and make sure you know your intention. Know your intention first. Make sure it's coming from a place that is uh, in the direction of healing 
in oneness, in transcendence. Make sure you have your self-agency intact. And then by all means, go ahead. Yes. Go forward. In whatever action or drive or stand you feel like you want to take. Having said that, something that I want to that I've been I've been talking about in the last few days, and, and I want to make sure that I mention here. You know your own capacity on, on how you want to show up in your life and in the world. For some people, they are 100% on the front lines. I mean, they're ready to hit the streets, okay? There are others, and I'm hearing from them, that are like, my capacity is to hold a high frequency and to send out as much uh, supportive energy as I can from within my cave. That's the capacity I have right now. And, and, and really, there's still others who are in, in situations where they're dealing with the immediacy of their life. They can't even get enough air to consider where we're going in the long haul. That's okay, too. It's, it, it all come, it starts from self-care and, and, to, and to guard it, to guard your right to self-care, to protect it, and to actively make sure that you're okay. And then you show up in the capacity that you feel like you can. Now that changes, it's fluid. What, what the capacity you have right now can be very different in the coming weeks. It can be different in the coming months, but we don't want anyone to be martyring. We don't want anybody to martyr and we don't anyone, want anyone to self-abandon and we don't anyone, want anyone to be <clears throat> pushing past the breaking point, especially without intention. So like, like poor, like, I mean, some, this is, this is personally how I feel. Like, I feel like a lot of people right now suddenly have a dumpster fire in their living room. Like, oh my God, what is happening? And, and so we, so we deal with these things, right? We deal with them, but you don't pour gasoline on them. Okay. Like uh, if you go and look at if you, if you have access to uh, my Facebook page, which it's public, everybody can, but I know some people don't like to go onto um, Facebook, but if, but if you, if you'd like go to my Facebook page and I, and I spelled out all of the astrology of where we are right now. And the bottom line of that rundown is you need to understand that no matter how convincing the shadow is right now, I promise you, we are going up, not down. I promise what you're witnessing is the panicked flailing of a power grab from, from a system that is already over. It's already extinct. It's already done. Pluto is not fucking around. Pluto is not, it's not, Pluto doesn't negotiate. <laughs> you can't tell Pluto, oh yeah, I don't feel like doing that. It, Pluto doesn't give a shit. And so <clears throat> you're witnessing panic and, and, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, I hope, I hope at this point, if you're listening to me, or even if you're new listening to me, I've been doing this a long time. Been doing this a long time. Been doing this 10 years straight, okay? Pluto does not take us backwards. It kills off what's already over. And so the wild-ass attempts to take us back, I don't know, 50 years, 57 years. I mean, if you go back, I mean, I, I'm not going to run down all of the 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 civil rights situations that we're facing right now, because Google is free. You can look them up, but you know, one of them goes back to separation of church and state that goes back to 1878, honey. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm 
sorry, but it, there's just no way we're going back that far. There's no way. We're not even going back 50, 57 years. We're just not. Now, it's not going to happen that everything is okay because we just let it die down. That is not how this is going to go. Remember, Mars in Aries square, Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. That is a confrontation. And, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when, it, when we get into July, July there's going to be conflict. There is. When, um, let's see, I think it's in over overnight from 4th of July to the 5th of July, um, Mars goes from Aries to Taurus. Okay, and that, that starts to take us into the territory around January 6th. It's not, it's not at, it's not exactly like January 6th, but it's getting there. It's getting there. And then um, August, and that Mars going from Aries to Taurus is at the same time. Well, well, again, Pluto retrograde at 27 is the U.S.'s Pluto return. Um, and then it's August 1st, before Pluto retrogrades to 26, it's August 1st is when Mars, Uranus, and North Node together they're at they'll be at 18 degrees that nets to a nine that's mars at the mars degree in taurus which obviously includes the south node at 18 in scorpio those square um saturn retrograde at 22 uh yeah 22 again while pluto is still retrograde at 27 so uh i mean if you're if you're interested in this kind of stuff, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch and see what happens. Fourth uh, of July, there might be some conflict there. And then it's pretty hot. It's, it's hot and it keeps building all through July. And then August 1st, that's pretty, that's a, that's pretty tough. That's a pretty tough T-square. We'll jump off that bridge when we get to it. Okay. And, and we'll do it together. We're, we, we're all walking through this together. Just come back to now. As usual, we, the planets are walking us along as we move further through the, the larger scale cycles that we're in. And right now, under this new moon, your instruction is to fiercely defend your own self-care so that you can show up well for yourself and in the world because you matter. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.